Good day, good people, except to the people who give me heat for last night's game, which I will get into a little later. Welcome to another episode of Chin Chat Unfiltered. It's your host, Chinadu Amanu, and I have a jam-packed show today for you, going to going to break down the the games that happened, that took place last night. If you guys haven't tuned into my last episode, I'm currently conducting um, the, NBA, the NBA playoff bracket challenge, so if you haven't filled out your bracket yet, DM me on Instagram at airchinny24, um, that's two N's, or on Twitter at airchinny, it's just airchinny, no two four. DM me your email and I will um, get you a bracket. All brackets are due by Friday, August 21st, 11.59 Eastern Time, so make sure you get your brackets in. Alright, yesterday, a lot of Game 1's took place. You know, as a Lakers fan, I'm going to start off with the Lakers game. Men. So I wasn't too mad about this. I wasn't too upset about this game just because I expected actually to lose game one. I was like, all right, you know, the Blazers are coming in hot. They have the momentum, you know, every single game in the seeding. Um, yeah, in the eight seeding games was a playoff for them. Then they had a play in to get into the playoffs. So they were going to come in hot. I knew it. You know, we. We only got up for the Clippers game, and then from there, we kind of just coasted through the bubble, you know. So I expected a lot of things to go wrong on our end yesterday. So I want to I wanna get into the game. I want to start off with AD, man. All right, so AD, he had a huge first half, 21 points in the first half. So I'm like, all right, you know, Braun is doing his usual, feeding AD, getting, getting him the ball, a 31-point a 31-point second quarter by the Lakers, you know, Littler had 23, but they were only up one, but in the first quarter, we started off very slow, like, we were down early, you know, so I'm like, oh, here we go, you know, and Portland had a a terrible second quarter, you know, so from there, I was like, all right, you know, going into the half, we were only down one, so I'm like, okay, you know, we're, we're, um, we're starting to get it going. And then the third quarter, you know, we couldn't, we just couldn't make anything happen. Then the fourth comes, you know, we, we start uh, exchanging threes with the, with the, with the Blazers and then they just pull away. So, you know, a couple of things stood out to me, like eight, like I said, AD at 21 in the first half, but in the second half, he was non-existent. He only had only had seven points in the second half you know like that's not enough you know in the playoffs the stars they have to raise their level of play you know so if ad if ad is giving us you know 20 26 to 27 in the playoffs we especially on a team where you know we really depend on him and braun we need at least 30 or more from him or braun you know and the fact that they didn't give that to us was kind of disappointing yesterday you know, so I just think AD needs to be better, especially down the stretch. But it's so hard to it's so hard to rely on a big down the stretch, you know, just because they they rely on somebody to get them the ball. Like they don't bring up the ball or anything like that. They rely on, you know, the point or somebody else to just get them the ball so they can go to work, you know, but they were doubling AD a lot. So he had to pass the ball a lot. So. You know, it's hard just because, like, they don't really have anybody that can guard AD. So I was kind of hoping for AD to be a little more dominant, especially in the second half when we need him. Like, when we're trying to close that game out, we need him to, you know, to be um, 
be that dominant force. That's kind of something like Shaq was saying on Inside the NBA, you know, that AD needs to be a little more aggressive. Like, he, he wasn't aggressive as a big. Personally, me, I know AD has been avoiding the five, but AD... I feel like AD just needs to he needs to go to the five. He needs to play the five, especially down the stretch, because, you know, I love Dwight. But, you know, Dwight sometimes is just counterproductive, especially yesterday. Like Dwight was just racking up the fouls and just complaining nonstop. It was actually it was annoying. Like it was getting on my nerves a little bit. I'm like, man, like, calm down, man. Like, you know, it's the first game of the playoffs. You're acting like you've never been here before. Like, this is a player, you know, that's been to the finals before. So it's like, I don't know why he was so emotional in the first game, you know, but he was just racking up like unnecessary fouls, which was kind of annoying. So I truly think that down the stretch, AD needs to move to the five and you bring Kuz in because Kuz, getting to Kuz, Kuz is our, to me, Kuz is our closer. You know, we need Kuz to be at between 18 to 22 points a night for us to have a chance we saw in the nuggets game granted it was again for the most part it was against the nuggets second unit but he hit that big shot like and Braun said after the game we need Kuz to be that type of player for us to have a chance for us to win a championship so i was just really confused as to why you know um Kuz got taken out after he started getting hot in the fourth quarter he hit a couple of big shots and then they took him out to put Dwight back in to move AD to the four. And it's like, no, like down the stretch, I truly feel like it should be, it should be Braun, either KCP or Danny Green, whichever one is hitting, because let's be fair, none of them were hitting last night, but I'm going to get into that a little later. Like either, yeah, so either KCP or, uh, or, or Green, um, Caruso, Braun, uh, Kuz and then AD at the five. So, you know, I I don't know. Frank Vogel's rotations, they're kind of like, they're very questionable to me, you know? Even somebody like Deion Waiters. Deion Waiters only played one minute. You know, what was the point of picking up Deion Waiters if he's only going to play one minute? We want to see Big Cheese. We want to see Big Cheese get active, you know? And, and he just, he wasn't in the game. And I thought he played... I thought he played well in the seeding games, you know, like I would like to see, I would like to see Dion Waiters play that unit with AD. What I mean by that is usually towards the end of the first, Braun goes out and then it's like AD's unit with either, it's a mixture of the bench and starters. So I would like to see Braun go out for, for uh, Dion Waiters. That way, you know, Dion Waiters can run your point and he could facilitate he could facilitate the ball but also get his own shot you know so it's like if we're going to pick up guys like JR Smith championship experience granted the last time he played in the finals you know he had the just the most boneheaded play of NBA finals history in, back in 2018 which ultimately cost them the series i mean they had no chance anyway but they could have if they would have at least stole game one, I just felt like they would have had a chance. They probably would have lost that series in like six just because they stole game one, you know, because Braun had a killer game that did that game. That was, that was a great game from Braun. But anyway, you know, J.R. Smith, he has championship experience. Why? Why isn't he getting any playing time? You know, so things like that. It's like if KCP is only giving you one point 
in 29 minutes, you got to try something else. Granted, Dion and J.R. Smith aren't, you know, they're not as good defenders as as um, KCP. But it's like, you know what? Dame is going to get his regardless. We just have to focus on shutting everybody else down. Because we saw in the seeding games, Dame was scoring 30, 40, 50 points, and they were barely winning. So it's like, all right, if we shut everybody else down, we'll let Dame, because Dame is going to be Dame. You know, Dame is pulling up from dang near half court, you know. So, yeah, no, I would I would have liked to see a little more Deion Waiters. So I hope, like, further along the line, especially in game two, we see a little more Deion Waiters, you know. Like, don't sign the guy if you're not going to play him. Then what's the use of that? You get what I'm saying? Especially if we need another ball handler. Because getting LeBron being our primary ball handler, I love that. I mean, based off the stats yesterday, people are going to say, you know, Bron, Bron had a, a solid game, you know, 23 points. 17 rebounds and 16 assists and I'm not saying he didn't those are great stats that's a career high in assists but I don't know sometimes when Braun plays point guard he kind of turns into like passive aggressive Braun you know and that's no slight to him but it's like Braun you have Gary Trent Jr. guarding you he's a whole like three to five inches shorter than you you know that's a mismatch and Braun is bigger than him that's a mismatch take it to the hole take it to the rack Go get fouled. Go to the free throw line. Like, just be aggressive. And I just feel like when Bron gets into, like, his point guard mode, he's not really aggressive. So it's like if you didn't watch the game, you're going to look at those stats like, oh, Bron had great numbers. But if you watch the game, it was like, but he wasn't aggressive, though. Especially one thing I noticed about the Lakers, like, it kind of works for us where it's like we let AD eat the first three quarters. It's like, all right, AD, go to work. And then, like, that la- that last quarter, Braun, as the leader of the pack, is like, all right, you know, now it's my time to turn up. And even, like, the the, um, the broadcasters were saying it, too. They were like, all right, you know, like, it's Dame time, too. But, you know, and they were saying with Braun, they were like, all right, you know, he's probably saving up for the fourth to get going. But, you know, Braun had a couple of shots in the, in, the, in, the, um, in the fourth, but those two missed free throws were big. And I'm not just putting it on him because AD missed two big free throws, too. So we have to make our free throws, but also we are terrible from from beyond the arc. We are five from 32 from beyond the arc. 15%. That's not going to cut it. That is not going to cut it, especially since Portland started firing late from three. Carmelo hit big shots. Shout out to Carmelo, Hall of Famer. CJ hit shots. Dame hit shots. We just suck defending the three ball, you know? So... Getting back to Braun, though, we're undefeated when Braun scores 30 or more points. So it's like, all right, yeah, I understand, you know, you're trying to, like, save yourself in close, but now is the time to turn up. We're in the playoffs now. Like, the seeding games are over. And Portland, like everybody's saying, Portland is not a typical eight seed. In this regular season, when Portland would be fully healthy, Portland is easily a three or four seed. I mean, they made it to the Western Conference Finals last year, you know? So, I don't know. I was just, like, I was frustrated, but I expected this. I knew we were going to lose this game. I was like, we're we're definitely, I, I really feel like, I tweeted last night, I was like, I fully expect to lose this game. Just because Blazers have the momentum. That's how basketball is. It's a game of momentum. It's a game of runs. 
Portland had the momentum. So I'm like, okay, you know, they're probably going to take this game. But don't let us go down 2-0. Because if we go down 2-0, you guys are going to hear a different chin. So don't let us go down 2-0, you know. Because I expected to lose this game, I'm, I'm not too hot today. Granted, people were giving me a lot of heat. But I told everybody, you know what? I expected to lose this game. It's game one. We're going to make adjustments. I trust Braun. I trust AD. But man, don't let us go down 2-0, especially to the Blazers team. Because if we go down 2-0 on them, I'm going to be singing a different tune. I'm not going to lie to y'all. But that's my spiel on the Lakers. You know, hopefully we make the necessary adjustments. Hopefully on Thursday we come out swinging. Play Deion Waiters a little more. Down the stretch, let's have Kuz in, move AD to the five, let Dwight Howard sit on the bench. If KCP isn't hitting, take him out, put Dion in. Let J.R. Smith get some action. Come on, Vogel. Make the necessary adjustments. Let us not go down 2-0 to the Portland Trailblazers. But that's my vent session on the Lakers. We're still in good hands, though, because we'll be fine. That's all I'm going to say. We'll be fine. Seven long years. Seven long years, no playoffs. And Lakers fans experience an, an L in the first game in seven years. First playoff game in seven years. We come back to an L. It's frustrating. It's frustrating being a Lakers fan. And let's be real, all NBA fans do not like Laker fans. So when we lose, the heat comes our way full force. I can't even tell you the number of texts and messages I got yesterday. After a while, I had to put my phone on do not disturb. I don't want to hear y'all. It's only game one. But let us not go down 2-0. That's all I'm going to say. Let's not do that. But anyway, off to the other games. Rockets Thunder. Ooh. You know, it was a nice team effort from the Rockets. You know, 42 42 points from their bench. But my thing about the Rockets, they just live and die by the three ball, man. Like, these dudes, 52 threes yesterday. 52. But they made 20 of them. So OKC has to defend the three a little better. You get what I'm saying? James Harden, James Harden. James Harden is going to be James Harden. 39 points. James Harden does things with the basketball that I've never seen anybody do before. Like, 39 points yesterday. But that that's that's light for James Harden, you know. Gallinari had a good game for OKC, though. 29 points. Playoff career high. 9 from 17 from the field. Not bad at all. He had a solid game for them. Uh, but somebody like Steven Adams... Needs to do a little more. Had 17. That's not bad. But, you know, if the Rockets are going small ball, you're the biggest guy out there. I'm going to need you to eat. I need at least 20 rebounds, you know. Uh, SGA, nine points. Needs to be a little better. 25% from the field. That's not going to cut it. Needs to be a little more aggressive. Chris Paul had a solid game yesterday. One assist shy of a triple-double. 20, 10, and 9. Not bad at all. 
you know, but Schroeder needs to be better. Three from 12 from the field, six points. Guys like those have to show up for OKC to have a chance, you know. I had somebody tell me, uh, keep the same energy with my takes, though, so I'm still rooting for OKC. You know, people just, after game one, people are like, people go haywire, people go crazy. It's like, hey, it's just game one, relax. You know, granted, for the most part, people who win game one win the series for the most part, but it's just game one. A lot of adjustments can be made. And this is different basketball. No pressure basketball, bubble basketball. No fans, none of that. No travel. So so dudes are going to be ready to play. You know, this these are unique uh, circumstances. But yeah, Jeff, how about Jeff Green, though? Shout out to Jeff Green, who is on a veteran's minimum, but dropped 22 off the bench for the Rockets. That was huge. That was huge. Gordon, uh, Eric Gordon had 21. Solid game from him. P.J. Tucker chipped in with 11. You know, so I thought the Rockets would be in trouble just because Russ wasn't playing, but OKC, they need to defend that three ball a little better for them to have a chance. But I was told to keep the same energy with my take, so I'm still going OKC in seven. Still going OKC in seven. I think that, you know, they'll make the necessary adjustments. SGA will play better, obviously. Schroeder needs to play better. Steven Adams needs to be a little more dominant, but I think I think they'll be fine. But on to the East, though. Bucks and Magic. I was shocked at the outcome of this game. I did not expect the Bucks to lose. I thought the Bucks would handle them easily. You know, like the but the Bucks they couldn't flip the switch and they lost the first game to the Magic. You know, that's the one thing about trying to turn it on and off. You turn it on, you try and turn it on and off. Sometimes, you know, it's it's not it's not hitting for you when you need it most. And that's what happened with Milwaukee. You know, I mean, Vucevic for the for the magic, he had a solid game, man. 35 points and 14 boards. He was an all-star this uh this year, so I'm not really surprised. You know, I don't really I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't really watch magic games only if they play the Lakers because they're not really on primetime TV, but you know. Vucevic, he he's solid. Like I I've I've been uh checking his stats here and there. He he's been solid for the for the Magic. So shout out to them. Shout out to Markel Fultz too. I was just talking to my parents um I was just talking to my parents about him the other day, you know, and you know, Philly really messed them up. And as a number one pick, you come in and not being able to immediately contribute, like that messes with your head. So I'm glad he's good again. I'm, I'm glad I'm I'm glad he's playing great basketball, solid basketball. I want to say great basketball. He's he, but he's playing good basketball. Like he's playing the role that he the role that he has on the Magic as a starting point guard. He's he's doing it well. You know he started off the game four for four, finished off with 15 points, six assists. Like that's solid. So shout out to Markel. You know I was really scared for him because his injury was just a bizarre injury. It was so weird. So I'm just glad that. You know, he's found his footing with the magic and he's he's been able to turn it on for them. But yeah, no. So Milwaukee, I don't, I don't know what's going on. They, they do look a little shaky. Like I said, it's only game one. Orlando has a history of winning game ones and then, you know, um, just being non-existent the rest of the series. That's what happened with the Raptors. They won game one and then 
the the uh, the Raptors gentlemen sweep them. So I'm not too worried about Milwaukee losing this series. I mean, I don't think they will. I think they'll I think they'll win four straight, to be honest, you know, because it's like the magic. They play very well. But can they keep up this level of play? You get what I'm saying? So sometimes with these teams, they come out the gate swinging. But then it's like, all right, can you like can you keep that same energy for the rest of the series, which will be hard for them? You know, Chris Middleton didn't have a good game, 4 for 12 for the field. But I, I believe that he'll be better. He has to be better. I told people coming in to the playoffs that Middleton has to be big. Middleton has to be that second guy for Milwaukee if they stand a chance, you know. Because teams like the the Raptors, the Celtics, those teams are coming. Those teams aren't the Heat. Those teams aren't afraid of the Bucks, And they know how to guard Giannis, you know, thanks to the Raptors, they, they, you know, they uh, showed us how to guard Giannis with that wall that they built last year. And Giannis couldn't get past that. Giannis still doesn't have that jumper. You know, I'm hoping next year that Giannis comes back with a jumper, you know, because I would hate for him to win another MVP, which he, which he will. So he's going to go back to back and then come up short again this year. People are going to start putting him in that Harden category, like, you know, and he's my favorite player in the league, but I'll, I'll start putting him in that category too, where it's like, all right, you know, regular season you dominate, but then playoffs, what's up? But he didn't have a bad game yesterday, you know, 31, 17 boards, seven assists. He had a solid game, but people on the team just didn't show up. Bledsoe, 15, we need a little more from you as a starting point guard. Brooke Lopez, 5-2-9 shooting, that's not going to cut it. I mean, George Hill, he had 16 off the bench. They might have to look, they might need to look into starting George Hill over um, Eric Bledsoe. I just really wish they didn't give up Brogdon. Brogdon would have fit really well on this team, you know. I would have liked him a lot. I would have liked him better over Bledsoe. So, I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, no, Milwaukee... Milwaukee needs to flip the switch, though. I think they will, though. I definitely think they will. Basketball is a game of adjustments. They'll make the necessary adjustments. They'll come out swinging. Yeah, and I, th- I think the Bucks will win the next four straight. But if you're a Bucks fan, I would just be a little concerned. Not too, not too concerned, but I'd be a little concerned, though. I'd, I'd definitely be a little concerned. Like, what, what, what is going on with the team? But on to the last game of the day. It was the Heat and Pacers, the series most people are looking forward to. Jimmy Butler, man. Give me Jimmy Buckets in crunch time. Give me if I'm going to war, I want somebody like Jimmy Buckets. 28 points, four assists, three rebounds. Hasn't made a three-pointer since February, but cashed two yesterday. Splickety. Ooh. I like Jimmy Buckets, man. After Giannis, he's my favorite player in the league. I, I like Jimmy Buckets a lot. A lot. He's tough. He's gritty. One of those get it out the mud kind of guys. I, I, I like I like Jimmy Butler. You know he he had he had a great game and he has a nice supporting cast too. I mean Goron, twenty four on on the day, fourteen in the fourth. Jimmy Butler also give us ten in the fourth. Tyler Hero fifteen off the bench. Bam, seventeen seventeen points. 10 rebounds, 6 assists. Bam, man. Jimmy Butler said it. He said, Bam is the heart and soul of the team. I believe it. That's my Nigerian brother, too. Shout out to Bam doing his thing. 
Bam giving the bam. I like it. I like it. Duncan Robinson has to play a little better. Six points, two from eight from the field. It's not good enough, but you know, he'll 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 be fine. He's a shooter too. You know, shooters are streaky for the most part. But yeah, no, I I have the I have Miami winning the series, you know, just because I mean, I just feel like Indiana doesn't have enough. I mean, you got 22 from TJ, which is solid. Mal- Malcolm Brogdon, 22 points. But Miles Turner, though, like nine points, four of 11 shooting. Starting center, I, t- I said it, he has to be better. Oladipo didn't play that much. He got poked in the eye, so he left the game, didn't return. So, you know, depending on if he comes back in this series or not, you know, that could be a huge advantage to Miami. So that's definitely something I'm going to be I'm going to be looking at. But yeah, no, I think the Heat will will win this series. I think I had them in 7, but I don't know. I might I might change it to I might change it to 6. But I was told to keep the same energy on my take, so I th- I think I have to I can't waver. I can't waver. Just an aside too. With my picks, people understand that I am human. So my picks could be wrong. Although I don't think I'm wrong. They could be wrong. So that's just a disclaimer. I want to I put that out there. You know, a lot of people, the analysts on TV or just people in general never like to admit they're wrong. But me, I could care less. I'm a human being, you know, so I just want to throw that out there. But thank you for tuning in to another episode of Chin Chat Unfiltered. We have a bunch of games today. We have Brooklyn and Toronto. <laughs> it's funny. They moved that game up. They switched the time slot between um the Utah Denver game, they, they switched it. So that that's actually hilarious to me just because they know it's like, all right, you know, Toronto, Toronto and Nets game. It's not going to be, you know, not going to be anything crazy. Cause it's like, what, I mean, what do you expect? The Nets they're they're playing without KD or Kyrie, no Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, that series, I actually had them winning one game, but I'm not too sure after after the first game. That first game was terrible. But the Jazz and Nuggets, that's a game that you all need to tune into because that game is going to be that game should be another another good one. You know, it just sucks that Gobert. No, not Gobert. Sorry. Donovan Mitchell drops 57 and they still lose. So I don't how are they going to rebound after that? They're not getting Mike Conley till game three. So I would hate for them to go down 2-0, you know. Um, no Bogdan. He's there to, uh, 20 points per game scorer. He's not there. So I, I don't know. It's, it's going it's gonna to be, be a very interesting game. But the first game, that first game was a great game. I, I, I truly enjoyed that game. All right. And then at 6.30, we have the Sixers and the Celtics. Um. Yeah, I, I'm not really too high on the Sixers just because I think Brett Brown has to go. Ben Simmons is out for the season. So I think Boston wins this game and they go up 2-0. Although I have Boston in six, so I th- I do think that Philly would get at least two games. But, yeah, I think, I, think, I um, think I'm going with the Cs tonight. And then Mavs and Clippers. Man, how about the refs in game one? Throwing KP out over two bog- bogus technicals. Come on, man. It's the playoff. I shouldn't be seeing any ejections in the playoffs, refs. Come on. You're ruining the game. Maybe the Mavs could have won that game if KP was still in the game. That's a 30 and 10 guy in the bubble. And you're throwing him out. Mavs second best player. Did you really expect them to win after that? I didn't. So, 
I don't know. Man, Dallas has to come out swinging. Emotions have to be under control because mm, if the Clippers go up 2-0, they may sweep or gentlemen sweep. They can't allow a team like the Clippers to go up 2-0. I really would have liked the match to get that first game, though, just to get some confidence, you know, but they gotta. They really have to come out swinging this game because you cannot go on, go down 2-0 against a team like the Clippers. So that's definitely something I'm going to be looking forward to. But as always, you guys stay blessed and refreshed. And like I said, if you haven't filled out a bracket yet, brackets are due. NBA playoff brackets are due Friday, 11.59 p.m. Eastern time. If you're interested in playing, DM me on Instagram at airchinny2ends24. DM me your email. I'll send you a bracket. First place gets $100 and a chance to be interviewed by me. Second place gets $50. Third place gets $25. It's free money, people. And you don't have to... There's no There's no, um, There's no. no buy-in to the tournament. You just fill out a bracket. You send it back to me. Tag me on your story. Get a bonus point off that. It's free money, people. Even if you don't know basketball, fill out a bracket. Try your luck if you're a lucky person. But if you're not, I wouldn't advise that. But, you know, point system is as followed. One point if you get if you uh, if you guess the right team. Three points if you guess the right team and the number of games that they defeat their opponent in. It's best of seven. So definitely show me love. Fill out those brackets. But as always, thank you for tuning in. It's another episode of Chin Chat Unfiltered. Your host, Chinadu Amanu. You all stay blessed and have a good day. Chin Chat out.